brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. You know when you read about how much your body benefits from eating smarter, including healthy proteins, being keto-friendly, or maybe just being more conscious with your calories, they usually don't tell you that you're nearly required to become some sort of amateur chef, or at minimum, spend a lot of time searching for recipes and ingredients. That is, unless you know about Factor. The ready-to-eat meals at Factor are not only delicious, but they're great for you. And they can also be ready in just two minutes. Do you have two minutes to feel so much better about what you're putting into your body? I bet you do. There are over 35 different options to choose from. There's no prepping, no cooking, no chopping ingredients. You just heat it up and enjoy it. Factor is full of fast premium options and being a part-time chef, not required. Head to factormeals.com 10MM50 and use code 10MM50 to get 50% off. That's code 10MM50 at factormeals.com slash 10MM50 to get 50% off. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause, and MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. When the remains of two backpackers were found in Australia's Balingalo State Forest, the authorities never imagined that the trail would lead them to five more bodies and a cold-blooded murderer. In this episode, we're talking about the backpacker murderer, Ivan Malat. He's a serial killer who many have said 
He never had human emotions. He liked to toy with his victims in a brutal way, and only years after the fact were his crimes uncovered. Despite the mountain of evidence against him, Ivan Milat would maintain his innocence for the rest of his life. Welcome to 10-Minute Murder, brief and bingeable true crime. I'm Joe, the host, and thank you for joining today. And this is my favorite part of the week, when I get to tell you all about some sick and twisted killer that most definitely was a neighbor of someone at some point in time, and they had absolutely no idea of what they were living next door to. Maybe not you specifically, but could be you. You could have a super double-secret psychotic serial killer living next door to you and your family, and you don't even know. So think about that the next time you go out to check the mail. And by the way, that's exactly how my mind works. I've done so much reading and watching of true crime that I assume that everyone around me is a potential serial killer until they can prove otherwise. In my head, it's one of two things. I'm either singing along to a Belle Biv DeVoe song or I'm considering who in my life might have killed someone or has the potential to kill someone. Because in the words of the famous lyrical poets, Belle Biv DeVoe, you never trust a big butt and a smile couple of things to hit on before we get the episode started today. The first being to make sure you're subscribed to 10 Minute Murder and connected on social media. The last thing, I think it's pretty clear that I'm very American. I can see from the listening stats that some of you are not American. There's a group of you listening in Australia, and you think that's not too much different than how I speak and the names I use, but no, I'm super wrong. In doing some research for this story, I discovered names and places that I'm absolutely going to mispronounce. But I need you to know that I'm doing my best. I looked up how to say all of it, but I'm going to get some of them wrong anyway because of who I am as a person. And in advance, I want to thank you for your understanding. Now, let's get to the story. On September 20th, 1992, trail runners exploring the Bengalo State Forest in New South Wales, Australia, stumbled upon the decomposing body of two young women. They were eventually identified as 21-year-old Caroline Clark and 22-year-old Joanne Walters, backpackers from Britain who had last been seen leaving their hostel in April. Walters had been stabbed a total of 14 times, while Clark suffered 10 gunshot wounds, which led the authorities to believe that the killer had used her as some sort of sick target practice. A search of the entire Bangalow State Forest was immediately launched, but no other evidence was found, lulling the community into a false sense of security. This was shattered more than a year later, in October 1993, when a local man discovered skeletal remains in a remote section of the forest. They were identified as belonging to James Gibson and Deborah Everest, both of whom were 19 when they disappeared during a backpacking trip in 1989. Much like the two British women, both Gibson and Everest appeared to be victims of a savage killer. His remains showed eight stab wounds, with one in particular being very large and slicing through his upper spine. This injury would have left him paralyzed had he lived. She, on the other hand, appeared to have been brutally beaten before being stabbed in the forehead and back. Before long, more bodies had been discovered in the Bengalo State Forest, and each one was more horrifying than the last. In November, a month after Gibson and Everest were found, a local stumbled upon yet another skeleton. This time, it was identified as 20-year-old Simone Schmidl, 
a young woman from Bavaria who had disappeared in January 1991 while hitchhiking from Sydney to Melbourne. The remains of 21-year-old Gabor Negbauer and 20-year-old Anja Habershed were discovered a few days later. The couple, also from Germany, had been traveling to Darwin when they vanished in December of 1991. All three of them had either been shot in the head or stabbed to death. But for some reason, the killer had also decapitated Habershed, and unfortunately, the authorities were unable to recover her skull. It remains missing to this day. According to Murderpedia, which is like an encyclopedia, but it's about murder, they said, quote, the stabbing victims all had a unique injury, a stab wound to the upper back that severed their spinal cord and rendered them helpless. Also, many of the victims were partially undressed with their pants buttoned, but not zipped. Evidence of crude bondage and strangulation was present in most of the cases as well, end quote. The local authorities established Task Force Air to figure out who was behind the string of backpackers turning up dead in the Bengalo State Forest, but they were unsuccessful. Even the state tried to help the investigation by offering a $500,000 reward for anyone with information that could lead to the murderer. But despite these efforts, the case went cold. The task force remained stumped until November 13, 1993, when they received a call from 24-year-old Paul Onions a British national who had hitchhiked across Australia in January 1990. According to him, a man who had introduced himself as Bill had picked him up a few kilometers south of the small town of Mittagong, and as they approached Bingalow State Forest, Bill pulled out a revolver and a couple of ropes, stating that he was going to rob Onions. Luckily, the young backpacker managed to escape from the car and flagged down a passing motorist named Joanne Barry, who later helped him report the incident to the police. By then, the authorities had a list of around 32 suspects, and among them was Ivan Milat, a former road worker and notorious troublemaker whose rap sheet included housebreaking, car thefts, and armed robberies. In 1971, he faced trial after two female hitchhikers accused him of raping them at gunpoint. However, he was ultimately acquitted thanks to his defense lawyer, John Marsden. Milat was made to participate in a video lineup. And it was through this that Onions, who had been flown out to Australia, identified him as the attacker. His confirmation enabled the task force to obtain a search warrant for all properties belonging to Malat and his family, which they carried out in the early hours of May 22, 1994. The simultaneous raids, according to the website Biography, quote, revealed a huge amount of evidence linking Malat to the crimes, including personal effects of many of the victims, such as clothing, sleeping bags, and other camping equipment, as well as a vast quantity of ammunition. They also found parts of disassembled weapons, including a 22 caliber rifle, a long curved cavalry sword, suitable for the beheading of Habershed, which was found in a cupboard at the home of Malat's mother. End quote. Malat was quickly arrested and charged with Onion's assault, as well as the murders of all seven backpackers. He was initially represented by his former defense lawyer, but Marsden was fired after advising Malat to plead guilty. The trial of Ivan Malat started in March of 1996. It was highly publicized, with news outlets across the world referring to him as the backpacker murderer. He continued to maintain his innocence and pleaded not guilty to all of the charges against him. But over the next few weeks, the prosecution presented a mountain of evidence that proved he had been behind the bodies found in the Bengalow State Forest. The first witness called to the stand was Paul Onions, who was followed by the friends and family members of all the victims. To corroborate their testimonies, the prosecution showed hundreds of photos 
taken from the crime scene, all of which were equally horrifying. Meanwhile, the defense argued that Malat had been set up by his family. His own family set him up, he says. He claimed they were the ones who had actually killed the backpackers. They called him to the stand where he continued to deny his involvement in the murders. While his testimony was engaging, he performed poorly when cross-examined by the prosecution, which left a bad impression on the jury. On July 27, 1996, after a 15-week trial and three days of deliberating, the jury found Ivan Malat guilty of kidnapping and killing all seven backpackers. Besides the six-year imprisonment for the attack on Onions, he was also sentenced with seven life terms for each of the murders. Malat was first taken to the Maitland Prison in East Maitland, but after a failed escape attempt, he was transferred to Goldburn Prison, a maximum security facility near Sydney. He continued to protest his conviction, even staging a self-mutilation attack and a hunger strike, all in a bid to get his innocence recognized. Malat filed appeal after appeal, but all of these were denied by the court. In December 2006, his motion for an inquiry into his conviction was also rejected. Ivan Malat remained imprisoned until October 27, 2019, when, at age 74, he died of esophageal and stomach cancer. Up until his death, he remained firm that he was innocent and had been wrongly convicted. While Malat was convicted for the murders of seven backpackers, many still believe that he was responsible for a lot more. In 2001, he was questioned during an inquest into the disappearances and presumed murders of three other female backpackers, 20-year-old Leanne Goodall, 18-year-old Robin Hickey, and 14-year-old Amanda Robinson. They had all vanished between the years of 1978 and 1979, but the lack of evidence prevented the authorities from linking Malat to their cases without his confession. Malat was also accused of being involved in the disappearances of 18-year-old Annette Briffa and 16-year-old Gordana Kovetsky, both of whom were also backpackers and were last seen in 1980 and 1994, respectively. But ultimately, no charges were filed against him. To this day, the cases of five young women remain unsolved. And there are still a lot of unanswered questions regarding the backpacker murders, as the case has since come to be known. Apart from Malat's alleged involvement in other disappearances, many also believe that he didn't act alone. In fact, even Justice David Hunt, who presided over his trial, noted in his sentencing remarks that the killings appeared to have been committed by at least two people. And chillingly enough, it seems as if the savage killings in the Bingalow State Forest run in the family. In 2010, Malat's great-nephew, 19-year-old Matthew Malat, used an axe to bludgeon one of his friends to death in the very same place where the seven backpackers had been found less than two decades earlier. He was sentenced to 43 years in prison with a non-parole period of 30 years. It was said that Matthew later bragged about the murder, saying, that's what the Malats do. That's 10-Minute Murder for today. Brief and bingeable true crime. And the episode you just heard was requested by Jessica. She left a five-star review on Apple, and in that five-star review, she asked if I could cover this story, and then I forgot to. I wrote it down, but I transitioned to another list, and somehow I didn't copy everything over. The details don't matter, but luckily for me, she reminded me 47 times about it. So there, so there you go, Jessica. And by the way, I appreciate her listening. She's been around since close to the beginning of when I created this podcast, as many of you listening right now have. 
And hearing about how you all have been listening and sharing this show with the people that you know, leaving the five-star reviews and commenting on the different social media posts with what you thought about the episode that you had just heard. That's why I do this podcast still. It's so cool to know that you are into this just as much as I am, and it makes me want to do more and more of them. If you're new to 10-Minute Murder and today was your first time listening, sorry I'm weird, but I hope you stayed interested throughout the story and you subscribe before you go. Maybe check out a few more episodes of 10-Minute Murder before you do go. Also connect with the podcast on social media. Thank you for listening. Be safe and make good choices. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.